In this episode, I want to talk about understanding your child. It's real important to understand your child from God's perspective. We bring these babies into the world and we're so excited. And then all of a sudden, they get a little bit older and they start resisting what we say. And they started showing a real strong will. And some parents get upset because they think they have a child that something's wrong with because they have a strong will. And in my opinion, for what it's worth, a strong-willed child is the best kind of child you could ever have. The problem is, when you have a strong-willed child, it takes more time to raise them. It interrupts your day, and it causes you to be creative and especially patient. So I want us to look at what God has to say about our children. What God has to say about our children is true. It's the truth. And if you can understand this episode, it will improve your parenting skills greatly. And we have to go back to Isaiah 53, 6. And I have to remind you that chapter 53 in Isaiah is the most important chapter in the Old Testament. Verse 6 is the most important verse in that chapter. Forty-five years ago, when I studied this verse and wrote a book, I had no idea of the importance of this verse. But it caught my eye because it tells us everything we need to know about ourselves and about other people. So let's just think of your child as we go through this verse. He says, all we like sheep. Your child is compared to sheep by God. Now, you may not know much about sheep, but most, most everybody knows that sheep need a shepherd. They need a shepherd for many reasons, of which we'll talk about in a minute. But Jesus Christ said he's the good shepherd. He gives his life for the sheep. But your little toddler is not going to follow Jesus Christ. He doesn't understand it. And he's not going to follow you unless you command authority over him with loving, patient, and kindness. And you become the authority in his life because he's like a sheep. And he goes astray. And that makes him normal. When children stray away from what you tell them to do, don't panic and get upset and think you have a rebellious, terrible child. You have a child that's going to be exciting and fun to deal with and worth every minute of the time you spend with him. Now, sheep need full-time supervision for many reasons, and you have to be the supervisor until they get to the age of accountability where you've trained them to come under your authority, and then you explain to them God and His authority, and you help Him become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. But He's used to following somebody, and it won't be such a drastic change. Now, sheep are not trainable. 
I learned all these characteristics from people that raise sheep. I did not read in a book. I did not raise one myself. But I have yet to find one person that raises sheep that tells me this information is incorrect. So sheep are not trainable. What does that mean? It means you can't train them. You say, well, I thought I was supposed to train them. No, you're supposed to supervise them. You can't train me either. I will get in the habit of doing something and forget and do the opposite. For instance, you gain weight and you don't like the way you look, so you go on a diet and you lose weight and you like the way you look. So you put aside the diet and you go back to eating. And the next thing you know, you look in the mirror and you've put the weight back on. We just forget. We forget how we gain the weight because we're not trainable. Another illustration, have you ever told a lie and gotten caught? And what do you say when you get caught? Oh, I feel so bad about that, I'm not gonna do that again. Do you? Of course. So we're not trainable. So what do we need? We need full-time supervision. We need guidance. And sheep follow sheep. You be sure that your child is going to meet somebody as he gets in elementary and high school and he's going to follow them because that's the way sheep are. Sheep are herd animals. And it's so funny, they get in groups and they stay in those groups. And people that raise sheep tell me that in a herd, nobody knows why or how, there is one sheep that's the leader. And they tell me that if they want the sheep to move from pasture to pasture, they just go get the leader and get him to go and all the other sheep follow. They just come right along behind. So as a parent, you are going to have to get involved in who your children are following. You're going to have to pay attention to who they know, where they go, and what the people do that they go with. That's your job. You can't drive sheep. You lead them. You can't drive people. You go try to drive your kid to do something. As soon as he can, he'll get far away from you. But you can lead him. You can lead him to where you want him to go. I've had several young people who are graduating from high school come over to talk to me about going to college. And I'll say, where are you going to college? Have you picked a school? I remember two said to me, I'm going as far away from my parents as I can get. And when they said that, my heart sank to my toes. Oh, it broke my heart. Think about it. Think of those parents. They, I guarantee you they've been driving their children and they've almost driven them Crazy. Now, don't get confused. You are the authority. You discipline your children, but you lead them. You are an example of someone who is led by Jesus the shepherd, who has allowed the Spirit of God to cleanse your heart and to make you a loving, 
patient, gentle parent. Children do not want to get away from parents who have those characters. Now, sheep have to be sheared at the right time. We were fortunate to go to Australia and watch a man shear the sheep. He had four sheep in a pen, and he had two handfuls of food. He held the food in his hand over into the pen. Three of the animals ate from his hands, and one would not. And so he told us that he could not shear a sheep that would not let him feed them. Then he took the sheep, he stood him up, grabbed him around the neck. He was on his hind legs, or his rear end, really. And he took the electric clippers, and he started going up and down, and all the wool started coming off. And it just he just piled it down in the floor, and the sheep just stood there. And my husband walked up to this, this guy and said, I'm interested in the fact that this sheep is not resisting you. He's not trying to get away from you, and he's in a very awkward position. The man didn't know us. He didn't know anything about us. He whipped his head around, and he said, Sir, I take care of this sheep, and he knows it. Therefore, when I put him in an uncomfortable situation, he does not resist. He has to let me take care of him and let me feed him. And then I can put him in this position and shear the wool so that he can stay healthy. If we don't shear the sheep, insects get into the wool, lanolin clogs up the pores, and even the wool will grow into his eyes and he'll go blind. And I want to tell you that we're like sheep. And we all need to be sheared. It was so funny when the shepherd finished. The little sheep didn't have, it was just tiny. And he looked like he was so embarrassed. He was naked. And the kind shepherd poked him through his legs, through an opening in the back wall, where the sheep went out into a little pen where the other sheep that had been sheared were. And I thought, isn't that funny? Shearing time for a human is when you lose something you don't want to lose. Whatever it is, a friend, a job, money, whatever. And sometimes we can be embarrassed over it. But if we know that God is taking things away from us, to keep us healthy, to keep us better spiritually, we can accept it. And I've seen parents that don't want their children sheared. They'll do anything to prevent them from what they call being hurt. They got left out of a party. Somebody bullied them at school. Those things are shearing to me because there are things that happen that you don't want to. And I don't like to see parents fluff over a child who's been, quote, unquote, hurt by somebody. I want them to be loved. I want parents to understand how they feel. But under your roof, 
Let them learn to go through disappointments and hard times in their life where they know you're there for them and you understand. But just don't coddle them and try to keep them from disappointments as they grow up in life. I guess what happens to a child that's coddled like that, they grow up to be spoiled, rotten, and when things don't go their way, they don't know how to take it. Sheep need full-time supervision because they're defenseless. They don't have any way to defend themselves. They don't have horns. They don't have strong teeth. They can't defend themselves. And we can't either. We can't defend ourselves from the evil that exists in this world. But the Lord Jesus Christ, being our shepherd, he will always take care of us. He will never pamper and spoil us, but he's always there watching over us. And you need to realize that as your child grows up and comes to an understanding, these are principles you need to teach them. I was 40 years old before I learned this. I was 33 when I became a Christian, but I didn't have anybody to help me understand, and I was struggling with my children because I loved my children and I didn't want anything to happen to them. But I was frustrated because I didn't know what I was doing. And I always wanted them to be happy. If they're not happy, I wasn't happy. Oh, how wrong was I to depend on them for my happiness. Never do that. Let your children see, no matter what happens, your strength comes from the Lord. And you raise them up to follow you when you lead and gently when they get to be older, show them how Jesus Christ can follow them in places you won't go. I remember when I realized that God loves my children more than me I realized he is omnipresent and omnipotent. What a relief it gave me to know when I couldn't see them, God was watching them. And therefore, when they were away from me as teenagers, I spent my time praying and asking God to protect them because they were defenseless and easily swayed and they care about their peers and, and their relationship to them. So understand your child and their needs and provide for them. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. This is where my heart is. I have many children that come to my house every week. I love every one of them. And we sit down and talk and I listen to them and I think that's why they like to come. I'm an old lady. Some of them have come. They've never seen me before. And they come in my house and sit down, and we just talk. But I let them talk. And I listen. And when I think there's a time for me to say something that will edify them, I do. 
And sometimes they just eat my candy and I listen to them talk and they run out of the door and the next week they come running in and I thought it was to get candy and I think it is, but it's because I listen. Children want you to pay attention. God bless you.